There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Am I the A-hole point hoarder and says, Am I the A-hole for not telling my husband about all my reward points cards? I, 29 female, have been married to my husband, 30 male, for nine years. I'm a stay-at-home mom with four beautiful children, eight, six, four, and two. My husband makes 150K plus a year, but decides where every dollar and cent goes. 50% to day-to-day expenses, 25% to the children's education savings, 10% to family savings, 7.5% to his personal spending, and 7.5% to my personal spending. Any bonuses he makes or money back from taxes goes immediately into retirement. Doing it this way leaves us no money for vacations or big trips. Since we got married and moved in with each other, I have been completely responsible for all the shopping, whether it's clothes, groceries, furniture, or whatever else. I learned very early on with the help of my mum how to coupon clip and how to use points to their maximum potential. I usually get two or three different reward points and save 10 to 25% per transaction I do. My husband only knew about the coupon clipping, not the reward points. For the past five years, I've been going on a girl's trip with my family every year. I've been telling my husband that my sisters, sisters-in-laws, mom and grandma have been paying for me to go since I can't afford it, but in reality, I've been using the reward points to pay for the ticket, using rewards to pay for our groceries and using my difference to pay off my credit cards so that I'm able to go on the trip. This year, my brothers, brothers-in-laws, father and grandfather decided to do their own boys trip and invited my husband. My husband told them that unless they can help him as the girls help me, he would have to decline the invite. My brother responded to him with, what do you mean? She says you pay for her to go. My husband confronted me about the situation and I confessed to him about what I've been doing. He was extremely hurt saying that with all these points, we could have done a lot more as a family rather than just one person hoarding them all to themselves. And if I set him up with his own credit cards to get even more points, it would have been a lot easier for us to do big family vacations. My entire family have been calling me selfish and a jerk for not being more open about the points, but I feel that I worked very hard to get the point levels that I've gotten to and that making them more open for use would burn through them quickly and not allow them to be used for bigger things. Am I the a-hole? And someone asked for some more info on this one, so Left Car says, Info, what have you done in the last nine years to address this problem in some way other than lying? Does your husband alone decide where every cent goes? Have you talked about budgeting for a trip? Do you get a say in the budget? Opie responds saying, we have talked about budgeting for a trip before, but he said not yet. He wants to retire young, give our children the best education they can and get a bigger and nicer place. With his current plan, you can retire at 50. Everything will be paid off and our kids will have around 200K for their education. He lines replies to that and says, but it should not be entirely up to him how every penny is spent. He's the breadwinner, but 
only because you take care of the children and everything at home. You should also have a say in economic decisions. You should not accept that he just says not yet. You both should be open to a compromise. Maybe not do a trip every year, but every other year or cheaper trips, for example. You should not have lied or went behind his back, but on the other hand, he seems to not respect your opinion and steamroll all over you. And Johnny Passander comes in with, and by burn through them quickly and not allow them to be used for bigger things. You mean use for things for somebody else and not just for you. You're the a-hole. You've been deceptive about this with him for years. You should also sit down and revisit his, his budgeting numbers. I appreciate his frugality and his long-term planning, but nine years without a vacation? Yeah, no. Jeepers Creeper says you're the a-hole, mostly for the lying, but also your budget is very neatly split into common household expenses and personal spending. You leverage the common household expenses to increase your personal spending capacity. Your husband is right. The points earned on using the cars for day-to-day -day expenses and, if they were, for kids' education should have been used for the benefit of the family. Alliteracy says, in quotes, 7.5% to his personal spending and 7.5% to my personal spending, then goes on to say, so in this rare scenario of a stay-at-home mum actually getting an even fair split of all the income, you've been secretly utilizing what would have been joint money to go on trips without your husband and lying about how it's paid for to everyone. Clearly, he's capable of budgeting and savings, so saving points for something big would have been seemingly been fine. You're the a-hole. From this end, you appear to be a selfish lying manipulator. And one more comment from Kindly Delicious who says you're the a-hole. One, you get the same amount of spending money as he does. He's not penalizing you for being a stay-at-home mom. Two, those points are earned with joint funds, like family grocery money. Three, you lie to your husband. You are using earnings from joint funds for your personal and selfish ends. Now, if you weren't getting such a fair split of funds, I might say, yeah, makes sense. Do that for yourself. And he's right. Those points could have been put towards a family trip. And there was a few people in the comments pointing out, you know, 7.5% on personal spending. You know, you could potentially save money for a vacation out of that. And then OP comments on something else. Just the last comment from OP, which says, we go camping, but we don't see that as a vacation. And then quotes, what else do you not see as a vacation? OP says, that is it. Our camping trips are usually on crown land. The spot is essentially free or using a family member's trailer on a permanent spot. We don't ever leave the province or stay anywhere else besides the camping spot. We will do day trips for skiing slash snowboarding, but the mountains are very close. To tell you the truth, I don't know why I lied to begin with. I continued to lie for fear of disappointing him or hurting him. I really enjoyed having the points to myself and using them for whatever I wished. So then OP comes in with a full update and says, I wanted to clarify some things before I get to the actual update. Yes, married young. It is a common practice in my religion. We have known each other and have gone to the same church since we were 10. We dated while we were teenagers, but always knew we wanted to marry each other. He proposed to me the second he saw me after coming home from his mission and we got married six months later. This was exactly what I wanted. My husband is not abusive. While he does dictate how much we spend and on what, he doesn't even look at the accounts, except for maybe once every three months. Almost everything is automated. I know more about what goes on in that account than he does. He does not hold the money over me. He's one of the sweetest, most caring, loving individuals I've ever met. He regularly volunteers for the community and our church, helps out regularly around the house, makes sure to spend time with each of our children, and makes sure I feel loved and wanted. Me being a stay-at-home is not free childcare. 
I'm taking the time to watch over my own children. They're as much mine as they are his. Saying it is, free childcare would be like calling my husband a free gardener every time he mows the lawn or calling me a free maid every time I clean the house. I agreed to the budget early on. It seemed like a good plan and we agreed that it would change and grow as our family does and he moves on in his career. Now on to the update. If I filtered all the he is abusive posts out of the rating, it is clear that I am the jerk. I honestly don't know why I lied about it in the beginning, but I know I carried on the lie because of the shame and fear of disappointing or hurting him. When I found a way to go on these girls' trips, I was proud of the fact that I was able to do it my own way, which is why I got selfish with the points. This wasn't fair. Last night, I made my husband a cup of tea after the kids and we sat down and talked it out. I talked about my desire to see the world as he has. He went to Italy for his mission and how I have only ever been to Utah and my own province before going on the girls' trips, most of which were a week in Mexico or on a cruise. He told me that he wishes that I included him in his plan as he includes me in his. He was hurt that I felt I had to hide the cards or how I'm paying for these vacations. He also told me that next year his boss is planning to retire and he is next in line for succession. The position would give him more vacation, a larger bonus and 50000 a year pay increase. They have been talking about it this week and he was waiting for the weekend to tell me. Is happy with our budget the way it is and with this pay increase we could use the entirety of it for family vacations with the addition of the points that he will now help me get we could probably go on two big trips a year this made me feel a lot better about the future so this weekend thanks to someone who posted that i could be doing better we are modifying my points gathering applying for some new cards for him and planning our first real vacation as a family for next year i cried when i read a lot of the posts I felt a lot of shame for how I behaved, but I also felt very sad that anyone could think my husband was abusive. Please ask for more clarification before jumping straight to the he's abusive, leave him, or prepare for him to leave you. Not everyone is like that. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and let's move on to another story. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And our next story comes from both ad 7165 and says, Am I the a-hole for moving out of the apartment my parents bought for me after they made me let my brother live there? They did not buy it specifically for me. I just didn't know how to phrase it better. 
When I got into university, my parents purchased an apartment close to the campus so that I could live my way without having to deal with other people. I'm not social and I could be best described as either a misanthropist or curmudgeonly. It was great for two years and I came out of my shell a little. I met other people like me and discovered that, unlike high school, university isn't hell. I even met a guy. We both work at the campus store. My little brother graduated last year and got into the same school. Rather than stay in the dorms, he convinced my parents to let him move in with me. Well, they own it, so I had no say. I lasted one semester. Since he had an off-campus residence, my apartment became party central. I asked my parents to make him stop after talking to him didn't work. They said to loosen up. I think they know how to change my personality. I talked to the university and was able to snag a rare single room in the mature student dorm. I didn't have a lot of stuff, so when we went home for Christmas, I took what was really important to me. My boyfriend, first one ever by the way, looks at me all social now, cleaned out my room and moved my stuff to student housing for me. When we drove back after New Year's, I dropped off my brother and then went to my new place. It isn't perfect, but it is pretty sweet. My parents called me and asked where I was. My brother had let them know that I wasn't in the apartment. I told them where I was and why I was there. They were upset that they spent all that money to help me and I did not appreciate it. I said I did until they stuck me with my brother. Without me there, he is having a blast. Good for him. He's also missing a lot of classes and has been fined for noise complaints by the condo board. But that's not my problem. My parents are asking me to please move back in because my brother is in danger of being put on academic probation. I asked if I was allowed to bar him from having parties and stuff. He was part of the conversation and was upset that I was asking to be put in charge of him. My parents said he was allowed some freedom and that as his big sister, I should look out for him and not let him fail. I thanked them for the opportunity but declined and he recently had a party that the cops had to shut down. My parents are considering selling the apartment but it's kind of a crappy market right now, I guess. I feel bad that they might lose money after doing something so awesome for me I feel bad that my idiot brother might have to take time off school to calm down. But I don't think I'm the a-hole. They all do though. Now this is just a pretty simple not the a-hole to me in this situation. You're not responsible for your brother's actions. And you know, they're not making you comfortable. He's partying all the time. He's getting fines and police coming round. Why would you want to be a part of that? And your parents are basically just putting the parental responsibilities onto you. Why would you accept that? That's bizarre. And instead of backing you, you know, telling him to calm down and then you'd, you'd have, it sounded like you would have stayed with him. They basically double down themselves and says, you know, he's got to have some freedoms and you've just basically got to accept that. Hell no, you don't. Don't blame me for getting out of there. But Croc of Pot says not the a-hole. In quotes, I asked if I was allowed to bar him from having parties and stuff. He was part of the conversation when I was upset. I was asking to be put in charge of him. My parents said he was allowed some freedom and that as his big sister, I should look out for him and not let him fail. It then continues to say, your parents want to spoil their son but blame you for the consequences of their crappy parenting. You're 100% right to wash your hands of it. Hands off my donut says not the a-hole. You're not your brother's mother. If your parents want him in a more controlled environment, they can have him live on campus. Well, he'll have to abide by the rules and then you can move back into the apartment. Fantastic says not the a-hole. Your parents bought the condo knowing you weren't social and thought this would be a great solution. Even though it's your brother, if he acts worse than a roommate in the dorms, it makes no sense that this would work for you. 
If I understand correctly, you offered to move back if he agreed to no parties. That is more than fair on your part. And one more comment from Honey Smile, who says, Not the a hole. Why should you have to parent your younger brother simply because your parents don't want to? They would rather you live with him and clean up his mess than enforce some sort of boundaries or consequences on his behavior and ensure you both have an environment where you can thrive. Also, the condo was likely an investment for them. Usually when this happens, parents save money by buying a place near campus for their kid instead of having them live on campus or rent, and they can make a decent return on investment when they sell it, or keep it and use it as an investment property. Just to say, it likely wasn't a 100% altruistic move on their part. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? I thought OP was being, like the one comment said, absolutely more than fair. They were prepared to go back if, you know, brother basically calmed down. But the parents keep enabling that behavior. So what's OP to do? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next little story come from Nando's is not cheeky and says, am I the a-hole for invading someone's personal space? It says, not a serious or life-altering situation. For context, I, 33 female, live in the UK. We have quiet sections on trains and I booked my ticket specifically so I could do work on a table in the quiet section on my laptop. My friend Leah, 34 female, sat opposite me. A man, 40 slash 50s, was sat next to me and about 15 minutes into the journey, starts watching friends out loud on his iPad. I put my headphones in, but it was loud enough that I could still hear it. My friend and the person sat next to her were just giving him dirty looks, but he was oblivious and munching away on a sandwich. So I said, excuse me, would you mind turning that down just a little bit, please? He said no. Literally one word, no. And I mentioned that it was the quiet section of the train, and he laughed at me and said, are you going to go and tell on me? It was so bizarre and annoying, but my friend just gestured for me to stay calm and leave it. So I closed my laptop and started watching with him and commenting. <laughs> oh my God, I love this bit. Watch the next part, it's so funny. Oh, is this the one where X happens? I'm not a massive Friends fan, but I know enough to get by. He didn't respond, just kept giving me irritated looks, but I kept going. He moved the iPad from the table to his lap without turning the volume lower at any point. So I just carried on peering over his shoulder and commenting. He finally slammed the iPad case shut, grabbed his backpack and walked off, presumably to find another seat on the train. I opened my laptop and carried on working. After we got off, Leah said I should have just left it and not reacted to him. But it was a four-hour journey and I had a lot to do. I paid extra to get a table seat. That too in the quiet section. She said I could have offered him my headphones. Maybe if they were over ear, but they're in ear and he's a stranger, so no. She said I kind of invaded his personal space. I didn't touch him or move from the confines of my seat at any point, and she was like no, but watching someone's iPad is an a-hole move. We're not in a fight, just a light-hearted debate on whether or not I'm the a-hole here for how I went about it. Absolutely not the a-hole to me. I love that. <laughs> You know, he was just being absolutely bloody rude in that situation. There was no way about it. Hypothetical, you know, he opened his laptop, he was playing it out loud. You got annoyed. You asked him politely, please, could you turn that down? You know, he could have went, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry. I'll do that right now. Really sorry about that. Even though he would have already known it's a quiet section of the train and all that good stuff. 
He could have apologized, moved on, and Opie would have been cool about it. But no, he was rude about it, just no, and carried on doing exactly what he was doing. And as I was reading that, it almost felt like he was looking for that kind of reaction. I know he, he probably wasn't, but it almost felt like he was. But we're going to start in the comments with just Rel stuff who says not the a-hole and Leah needs to stop being such a doormat. I do wish the guards would enforce the quiet zones, but the a-holish reaction of the guy you encounter does make me realize why they don't want to get involved. Their job is bad enough already. Opie responds and Leah is a bit of a pushover. At the point she was like, you could have given him your headphones. I was like, babes, you're having a laugh. <laughs> and 100%, I knew involving a guard would just escalate the situation and also made me feel really childish and snitchy after his comment. Mama Grump says not the a-hole. Leah is though, just as much as that annoying guy. If she had aimed her comments at the guy as forcefully as she did to you, he probably wouldn't have been so rude. And backup from the other people at your table would have been nice. I find typically people who are like Leah aim their annoyance at friends because it's easier and safer than aiming it at strangers. She needs to build up her confidence a bit more and stop being a pushover. I don't think she's mad at you. She's mad at the rude guy and probably a little mad at herself for not having the courage and fortitude you have. Let her know you won't stand being her soundboard when she is annoyed. She couldn't handle a situation as well as you did. Definitely don't listen to her or you'll both end up meek little mice instead of a mouse and a lion. Lol. And I'm going to stop with the comments there because they're pretty much all the same. Congratulating OP. Yeah, absolutely. You did the right thing in that situation. But it gave me uh, a flashback to when I used to work in Bista. And I used to have to get two trains every morning to, to get to work. I would have drove, but my company paid for the train. So <laughs> free transport. I'm not complaining about that. And every morning you would generally see the same people. And he would always sit in the same carriage. And the first couple of times I didn't sit in the same carriage as him. But one time I did sit at the very back of this carriage and he used to wear some headphones. And I don't know what he was. It wasn't a quiet carriage or anything like that. So it was absolutely perfectly fine. But he would have headphones on. He'd be watching his iPad. I don't know. I still don't know what he was watching to this day. But it must have been hilarious because he would laugh out loud. And it had me in absolute hysterics. I loved it. It got my morning going perfectly. It was just that kind of contagious belly laughter he had. And like sitting from behind, like I sat right at the back and he was sort of towards the middle of the carriage. I could just see like his left shoulder poking out from the seat and the top of his head. And it would sort of bob up and down when he was laughing. <laughs> anyway, just a little one there from me. Bro, I don't know why I even told that story. Anyway, thank you so much for being here today, for sharing your love, time and support. Absolutely always love it. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Oh, I'm in tears already. Why am I laughing at that? Thank you so much and I'll see you soon. Much love. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns